How can you tell if someone is narcissistic or has narcissistic traits or they're just really, really confident? Like, have you ever wondered what is the difference? Does it seem like there's like a fine line between the two? Maybe you find it challenging to be able to differentiate between someone just being self-assured and a narcissist behavior in the relationship. You're like, all these things that seemed very attractive to me that I was super excited about finding someone that was confident, that knew who they were, that, that was purpose-driven, all these different things, organized. You're like, this is amazing. But then you're like, wait a second, this seems a little toxic as it's been going on in the relationship. I want to talk to you today a little bit about narcissistic traits and self-confidence, how they look similar, how they differentiate, and kind of walk through a couple different points about it to have you understand more in depth about it. But if you're new here, uh, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness of narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Realm Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. If you're stuck in a cycle, in a loop, oftentimes called a trauma bond or rumination or intrusive thoughts of these things going over and over and over out, in and out of the toxic relationship, I want you to go to claritychallenge.net. There you can hear from other survivors. You can see what we teach. You can see the process that we actually walk you through. There's a roadmap listed out of every single day of what you're going to be going through. But check that out. Go to claritychallenge.net uh, as soon as we're done with this video. Okay. So when we talk through this aspect of narcissistic traits, it's easy for people to be like, everyone's a narcissist. Everybody has narcissistic traits. At the end of the day, no, not really. Uh, a lot of times people want to use that as a cop out uh, because they're looking at the traits and they're like, oh, this one, they have they have a small bit of this. Well, if they have a small bit of this, then they're actually not in the narcissistic spectrum. They actually don't have the narcissistic traits. They just have small pieces of different random traits. Okay, but people want to group it together, be like, we're all just narcissistic. When in reality, come on, not everybody is. There's actually nice people out there. No, I'm just kidding. There's nice, there's nice people out there no matter what, okay? But narcissism in general and narcissistic personality disorder as a whole has a nature of being abusive, period. People are like, they're not always abusive, okay? Look at the nine diagnostic traits and that's how they break down. They break down in abusive ways. Unless you think like manipulation, not having empathy, like all the things that comes out, gaslighting, all these other things are not abusive, that's a whole other conversation and you probably shouldn't be on this channel. Anyways, so when we talk about narcissistic traits, narcissistic traits refer to this whole collection of self-centeredness, okay? Manipulative behaviors that revolve around the sense of inflated sense of self-importance. Now, that's not at all, that's not all that it revolves around, but that is the main piece that you see. You see a narcissist, it's like, it is all about me. You need to look at me. You need to praise me. You need to value me. You need to serve me. All these different things. Okay. At the end of the day, the majority of the time, what narcissists are actually running from is this piece of shame. Like I have to boost myself up so I feel better about the shit that's underneath. Okay. There's shame and there's guilt that actually go off. Again, people are like, narcissists don't have guilt. They don't have remorse because they're not, they're not sorrowful for their actions that they've done. But there is a piece of guilt there because they know what they've done is wrong. But that is to get compartmentalized, shoved to the side. It moves on to shame. I did something bad. I am bad. We're just dumping everything on here. Okay. So understanding narcissistic traits, how it, it, it revolves. Someone, someone said the other day, they're like, I don't get how it, how it matters in this sense. Like, why would they do this? And I'm like, because it's a reflection back on them. Like they're not going to leave the relationship and look bad on them. They're not going to do, do this one thing and look bad on them. It still circles back around. 
And sometimes this is like mind bending for some people because like I never would have thought of it that way. And I'm like, exactly, because you don't live in this world. Like a narcissist will take anything you do and flip it back around so it's still about them. Like it's always, okay? Like have to control the person, have to control, have the power and the dynamics in the relationship and have to control the narrative so that the shame and the guilt stay hidden, the mask stays intact and they still look like a good person moving forward. Okay, so this whole aspect of revolves around inflated sense of self-importance, the ego, all these different pieces. Okay, people with narcissistic traits, they often seek admiration. They often seek different pieces of like, I need to look a certain way, be a certain way, act a certain way, all these different types of things so that I can continue moving forward in how my mask actually looks. Oftentimes you're going to see this where they'll exploit other people for personal gain. They'll have this lack of empathy and ultimately believe that they're superior to other people. I know, I know better. I'm the best person ever. All these things. Okay. Now in the relationship, narcissistic partner oftentimes will seek not just the attention of you, but oftentimes the attention of everybody else. Looking for validation, dismissing your feelings, dismissing the things you actually think and experience, and ultimately getting to a place of manipulating you just to maintain the power and control. So you're like, okay, I get that. It makes sense. I've seen some of your channel. I understand the things there. Okay, so then stepping into the next piece of identifying healthy self-confidence. You're like, what is the difference? How does it look a little bit different here? When we talk about healthy self-confidence, on the other hand, this starts to stem from a positive self-image. You're like, but the narcissist seems to have a really positive self-image. Seems, okay? Doesn't actually have a positive self-image. It's an inflated sense of ego. So it's like, I look so great because I just inflated it up, okay? Just pumped up the mask. Now you see it. Poke a hole in it. All of a sudden, it starts losing the air. Now the mask is looking a little deflated and not so great because it is an inflated sense of of self. It is inflated ego, inflated mask. It's not actually real. Does that make sense? Okay. So with this, we're talking about the aspect of confidence actually stems from a healthy self-image. This is why working with survivors and coming out of narcissistic abuse, you're at the place where you're like, I don't have confidence. We don't have confidence because of how much this person took away from you, how much they beat you down, of how much they hurt your positive self-image. So sometimes part of the process is having you do like gratitude stacks. Like you're starting to focus on gratitude and be thankful for yourself of how you're showing up, of how life is developing, of all these different things. So you start to build a belief back in your own ability, in your own worthiness of being able to show up. A lot of times this is where we break down different tactics and things that the narcissist has done to you. Just so you understand, it's not about you of why they did the things they did. Like you didn't make him cheat. You didn't make him lie to you. You didn't make him do all these things. And you start to understand like, oh, like it actually doesn't mean that I wasn't worthy. It means that this person didn't treat me like I was worth anything. But that doesn't mean that it affects my value. But oftentimes we want to do that because they put so much on you of, positive, of, of hurting your positive image. So when we talk about this, like the, the confidence piece, it stems from a positive self-image. Side note, if you're at the place where you're like low confidence, one, would love to work with you or help you or jump, get you in one of our challenges. But then two, it's about repetition. Like you don't have confidence right now because this person beat you down and made you feel like you couldn't make your own decisions. You couldn't do your own thing. You're isolated, all those things. But if you can start to build repetition of what you do on a day-to-day -day basis, it slowly breeds confidence. Just like tying your shoe, you probably have a lot of confidence doing it now because you've done it thousands of times. Confidence, it comes with repetition. Okay, but this sense of confidence, it also comes in a belief of your own abilities and also your worthiness. So those two things combined. 
individuals that have healthy self-confidence can get to a place where they're assertive, but also respect other people's boundaries. There's a difference. Okay, a narcissist is assertive, but doesn't respect your boundaries. A person with healthy confidence can be assertive, but can also respect your boundaries. And here's the kicker, they can also accept criticism without feeling threatened. You're like, whoa, yep, that identifies the difference, right? Because the narcissist typically, like you criticize, it's like, you're threatening me, you're fighting me, let's go at it. When in reality, you're just like, I'm trying to help you. And he's like, no, you're attacking me, okay? Because that's how it switches. Uh, think of it this way, in, in a healthy relationship, a self-confident partner, they're going to communicate more openly, more freely, and respect your needs, respect your desires, respect your feelings, and encourages your personal growth and empowerment, okay? A narcissist will try to limit your personal growth and limit your empowerment because your empowerment means you're growing more than they, than they are. You're coming in more in charge and more in, in, in charge of not just your feelings and your emotions, but in charge of your life than they are. They want that control over you. Now, what does this look like inside the relationship? It impacts you a ton. Narcissistic traits in an individual can be toxic, damaging to relationship. We know this, right? Like it's going to create this giant power imbalance leading to emotional abuse, manipulation, lack of genuine emotional connection, all those different pieces. Okay. But what you're going to see is inside the toxic relationship, you getting gaslit being told your reality doesn't actually make sense. Your perceptions don't actually matter. Like using confidence against you. Of like you ever had a narcissist where he's like super confident and you're like, well, I guess it must be true because he believes it. Yeah, he's just doing that to be able to control and manipulate you. But it leads to this emotional turmoil and you're like, I guess I can't trust myself. I guess I don't know what to believe. And it puts this insecurity in the relationship that you're like, I don't know what's actually going on. So the difference then on the flip side is nurturing healthy self-confidence in the relationship in yourself. Now, you can't do this in the relationship if the other person is toxic. It just doesn't work, okay? Like this person is going to be toxic, going to show up toxic, and they're not willing to actually have this. We're just saying, hey, this is the difference. So we're talking about in a healthy relationship and talking about healthy self-confidence, it's a key component to helping fulfill and have a balanced relationship to actually have you guys work together. Now, what this looks like is having self-awareness, practicing self-compassion, setting healthy boundaries. All these things are going to help you in this piece of self-confidence. Like, we have to build this up. This is why it's repetition. This is why we have the 45-day challenge. Like, that the whole premise of that is building up repetition. It's you actually investing back in you. If I can get you to invest in you for 45 days, then we can actually start the process of you doing this for the rest of your life of you actually working on you and developing that sense of self-confidence more than what you've ever experienced before. So like understanding that like you can continue to grow, change, and develop. You have to acknowledge what's going on, the facts of where you are, your strengths, your weaknesses, what's working, what's not working, establish boundaries, protect your well-being, move forward in a repetition to start building that confidence on a day-to-day basis. If anything resonated today, I know we kind of talked through a bunch of stuff and I had a lot of rabbit trails. If anything resonated today, please reach out for help. If you want to talk to me one-on-one or work on some of the high-level programs that we have inside of our Thriver community or Thriver Mastermind, we'd love to talk to you. You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones. If you're like, hey, I want to start down this road of self-help, of self-discovery, of self-confidence, where do I start? Please go to claritychallenge.net. If you don't do anything else, but go there and just listen to some of the survivors that have spoken and have been like, hey, can you share this with people of what it's actually changed in my life, how it's actually helped? We'd love to be able to help you there and we'd love to have you sign up. 
When you sign up, you get access not just to the challenge, not just to the community that's inside the challenge, but also you get access to the app that I use on a day-to-day basis to help me rewire my mindset, to change what I'm thinking. This is what's going to help you break the trauma bond and help you deal with the triggers that you have on a day-to-day basis. So sign up today at claritychallenge.net.